Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes Podcast. I'm Tommy, sitting here with Cam, and we're here to give the everyday battler a voice and delete head noise. One laugh at a time. Mate, as per usual, let's crack a better beer. Getting fucking ripped into this episode. I reckon I've had about three or four every afternoon, fucking these hot days. Have you? Been Cheers. enjoying them? Cheers, brother. Yeah, I've been out at work. Well, well it's in the, in the fridge. Yeah. Was. <laughs> but no, they out. are good. Yeah, fucking oath. I've been... Um, out at work, so I'd normally try and stay off them, but I think I'll be having a few, like you said, on these hot days at home at every RV. Yeah. No calories, mate. No like calories. A, like a jog in a can. Winning a sin. Um, righto. I think we need to cover off. So there's been one episode between then, but merch, boys and girls, we need to say a massive thank you to everyone who bought some merch. Yeah, cheers, ladies. Absolutely blew us away, honestly. I'm so fucking grateful for everyone who's supporting us like that. Um, so it was a pre-sale. So two to three weeks from when you did buy it, um, you'll get your stuff. That was the only way we could fucking make sure everyone got one. So um, Gauge the numbers. That's and exactly that's right. that's why we, we let you know it's a pre-sale, but yep. still. Yeah, half, still you get people saying, where's me shirt? But, um, yeah, so if you're wondering where it is, it will be there. Don't stress. And future drops will be yeah. just to gauge numbers and you will I think have like, it. I think, like, other other drops like a shirt like that will have the numbers we can do. I think any weird products might be or different out there products might be a similar thing. But, you know, we're just learning as we go here, you know. So, yeah. We'll do the best we can. Appreciate your patience and your support, guys. Um, now, the winner of the framed and signed weekend shirt is Brad Jackson. So, shout out to you, legend. Yeah, Appreciate nice. your support. We did a fucking auto um, auto thing the other day, and I give the big fella a ring. So, 
Good on you, mate. That'll um that'll come in a few weeks' time. So we'll get that fucking sorted for you. Very good. And um, where I was think, he from? Uh, down near, I think down near Brizzy. I think he's a Queenslander. Oh, Australia. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah, Australia made it easier for us. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so I think Cam and I will be buying a bottle of really expensive piss and drinking it in your honour during uh, the next guest episode. We've got a good one coming up. So yeah. what are you thinking? What do you reckon we fucking dabble in? I don't know. Got any thoughts? Like are we going to go a whiskey? A whiskey or? Yeah, I reckon a whiskey. What, what's the piss that gets better the more expensive it gets? Like really noticeably better, you reckon? Because oh. I'm not a real spirit connoisseur, but is it whiskey? Oh, I don't think there's anything really. Maybe whiskey. Whiskey. Like it's smoother. Probably whiskey. Because, I don't know, maybe expensive wine. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Do you have it has to be whiskey, eh? Because no cunt drinks rum on the rocks, even if it gets better, do they? Or liqueur? They probably well, do. more expensive rum actually tastes a lot better, I reckon, too. Yeah. I don't know. We'll but go Bund- Bundy-wise, anyway. We'll find something. We'll find something, mate. We'll Bund- go find that bloke sniffing around the scotch section at fucking <laughs> yeah. at um Dan Murphy's again. What's that Don Julio fucking tequila? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck I don't know. Me. We'll find something. We'll be on the fucking. We'll be on the source. Anyway. Well, That's right. when this comes out, it'll be fucking this weekend. That's right. Whenever whenever it comes out, we'll be on the source. But yeah, um, hats. We're doing a, everyone's peppering us about hats and have been saying, when are you doing the hats again? When are you doing the hats again? We've got the order that we did of hats. They're not the Legionnaire flap caps. They're the original black alpha blokes uh, hats that sold out in fucking nine minutes last time. We have got some more, but you got to remember we ordered these probably six weeks ago. Yeah. So there's a very limited amount. It's not a pre-sale. So when we give you an actual date, set your fucking alarm and buy one. All right? Don't say we didn't warn you, but we'll we'll um yeah we'll let you know closer to the date when that actually is happening. Yeah, uh, a bit more admin to get through here, mate. I just got a shout out to give Tim and Tash Peltier at. I'll definitely fuck this up, but I'll give it me best shot. Adirondack Chairs Australia. Now they're a small family-owned operated business that was established over 25 years ago. Living and operating out of Shell Cove, a stone's throw away from Volk on the south coast of New South Wales, the best outdoor timber chair in Australia with comfort guaranteed. So mention Alpha Blokes and we'll sort you out the discount across the range of chairs. They hooked us up with a couple of ripper chairs, so keep an eye out on the social stories for that. Kim and I are going to whip them up and uh, kick back and have a couple of beers in them. So. A few tins of them would be very good. Very good, mate. Very good. Mate, a couple of things I wanted to bring up from previous episodes, right? Mm. Rise of the Yeti. So we we started this thing, right? Rise of the Yeti, and we it's we sort of left it go for a little bit because like you got to give people enough time to buy their Yeti costumes and shit like that. But what I reckon is we order ourselves a Yeti costume, <laughs> yeah, right? right Quinn, can you please Google? I couldn't think of a worse time of year for that, but yep. Yeah, well, Quinn's going to be in it. Oh, nice. So yeah. you know. <laughs> We're, we're not going to wear the fucking thing. So, Quinn, order <laughs> goes, a big this, one. This job's just getting out of hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll get paid for it. But so what I'm thinking is we order a Yeti suit, right? Because if no other one, we've got to take things into our own hands. So, Quinn, yeah, yeah Quinn's on the mission now. Or like even Gorilla or Bigfoot or something like that. See what we're looking at. Standard ones are looking at 170 on Amazon. Yeah. But they're like really good latex masks that look kind of lifelike. Around the five fifty from Etsy. Yep. So it's like it's people that sort of actually make it 
not sort of like commercialised as someone actually yeah, personalises right. it for you. Is um, it like real looking fur and shit too? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And like I think it's like the facial features are a lot more oh, bang on. It's like you'd see it fluffy on a yeah, Sunday yeah. night. Yeah, because I'm thinking like if we where, – where would you do it? I'm thinking outskirts of town around the beach. Uh, like we get a timber line and set Quinn up and like we get him walking and we'll be driving and we'll pull up and say, get fucked, what's that? And just have him fucking walking along a timber line. <laughs> You know what I mean? We'll take the video and we just need everyone to be on board and say, share the fuck out of this Yeti sighting. Yeah. There's some mad cunts around this um, place who's still got a heap of guns too. Yeah, well, yeah, we won't go. We won't send him in on a fucking <laughs> anyone's property with a gun, but you know what I mean? I reckon we do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm keen. What, do you reckon there's a, some good-looking real-life ones? Corey? I reckon you just sort of get the costume and then get a really good head. Yeah. I reckon that's the go. Right. Because um, all the costumes generally look the same. Right, um, might have to have a look into like some better feet as well. Yeah, right. Heads the go. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Yeah, well, well, leave that with us. I reckon. Um, I reckon we might be onto a winner there. But yeah, anyone else out there doing the same thing? Let us see your yetis. I want to see yeti sightings. <laughs> Fucking go. Gonna run on a flat rate, mate. Or you want double time? Yeah, night shift? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depends yeah. if I get shot on or not. Yeah, 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 that's right. Shot at triple time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No sick leave here, mate. Yeah, that's right. Fucking we'll sign it. Get, a, get him to leave sign a waiver. Pay. Sign a waiver before he fucking enters. That would be good love. Yeah. But anyway, so keep keep your fucking eye out for a Yeti sighting. Um, mate, touching, touching on the haircut. It's getting to the point now where my hair is getting a bit longer and it's all fluffy and shit and I need to get it cut. But so we need to decide if I actually am getting a getting a bit of a carry on haircut or not. Oh yeah, right. So I reckon, like we said, we give them three options. Get, get I, the duck, duck. Well, I reckon the three should be mullet, the duck, or mohawk. Because all those three are abs- absolute carry ons. And I don't know. I think we should leave it up to the people. What do you reckon? Oh, I reckon. A mullet's going to take a while. Yeah, see, a, yeah, my hair's not long enough at the back to be a mullet. No, you had to do a front mullet or something. So what, it, like, are we looking at a, a duck? And I reckon <laughs> you got too round of a head like me for a mohawk. Oh, yeah, but it looks shit. That's the point. The duck, duck. Right. Can you do the duck with me? No. Why not? I'm not fucking in my <laughs> job scope going to do duck ducking. <laughs> oh... I don't know. I, I reckon I might. How long um, are you going to run it for? Because oh. then you're going to have to go back to your Allen. Oh, yeah, I will. Because like, you're not going to just keep wrapping the duck. No, no, no. Duck's not a long-term thing. Are you going to die too? If, if people don't know what a duck is, by the way, yeah. it's like the little patch at the very front of your head. You, you leave that and shave everything else. Yeah, bald and it's just like a... It's just like a little bit like of... a top mow. Yeah, like a mow on the front of your dome at the top. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know. We might we might put it to the votes, put it to the polls or something. Because I'm happy to grow a mullet if my mullet gets voted in. It's just going to take a while. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's this right. haircut you won't notice fuck all, and then it'll take like two or three haircuts to start seeing the mullet. Where a mohawk or a duck could be inst- instant. I reckon you'd wrap a mullet for a while if you have one. Yeah, I reckon I'd enjoy it. How about yeah. I do that? We'll leave it to the voters. Oh, fuck, I'm going to be wearing a duck. That's gonna be <laughs> fucked, count. Well, we'll put some people up. might be mohawk people. Like bring back the mohawk. Yeah. Well, I reckon we give people all three options, and um, we'll let them like we'll do it on Insta, on an Insta poll or something like that. Maybe the day this comes out or the day after, eh? 
Yeah. And we'll just see what the people decide. But yeah, so <laughs> fucking a duck. But the car- yeah, the haircuts is once again a carry on. No one's got time in their week to get a fucking haircut at the moment. So. Well, that's what I mean. I might as well fuck around and actually cut it because I need it cut. Yeah. So that's that's more the rush here. I need to fucking get this thing <laughs> cut off. But uh, yeah, I'm just going to be repping a hat no matter what happens, I think. But yeah, mate, let's get into some shit. What are, what's been going on? What have you been doing? Mate, I've been digging out fucking stumps and hasn't been fun. And now I've got to the point where I'm going to have to cut some 40-gallon drum or a heap of wood and start burning stumps out. So BGC is going to be smouldering for about a <laughs> Two weeks. Mate, who are you using to dig stumps out? Excavator. Is that Dutsky's excavations? Yeah, Dutsky's excavations. <laughs> Look him up. Yeah, yeah. Goes hard, that bike. Fucking A. So that was me Saturday. Yep. So I've got it to the point where I need to now chop up a heap of wood, yep. put it in the hole. If he's got some tips for me. About stump? Stump, stump removal? Man, there, used to, there was this big one out the back of the oldies place ages ago. And they dug all around it, and we ended up burning it out, like, for probably three or four days. Or I don't know. I was only young, but Dad had a couple of fans blowing in it constantly and just burnt it out. eh? It took ages, man. But it was such a big stump. Like, it would have been – I don't know how else they would have done it. I I was thinking about getting a bit um, non-environmental and drilling it and put a bit of oil in it so it would help it fucking – Light light up. But I've dug around it and I've chainsawed most of the roots. Mm. I just didn't have enough force with the bobcat or or the excavator because some of them are really deep. So that's my mission. Yeah, that would have been, that would have kept you busy though. Yeah, and then I'm tidying the joint up, eh? mm, And the girls fucking had their sort of Christmas party thing Saturday night. So I. Oh, that's right. Gate crashed that and had a few tins with them. And yeah, pretty cruisy week. That would have been all right. Mm. You get stuck into a few with the girls? Oh, I had a few, yeah. I didn't want to interrupt their mother's Christmas party. Yeah. But they needed a daddy there, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, you obliged? I obliged. Yeah. What, pin the tail sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah. A few <laughs> snorkels with the girls. Oh, yeah. Beautiful, mate. That's the fucking go. Yeah, it was my first round at the new job, bro. Yeah. It was, uh, it was good. Went in with a positive mindset. Is a it seems to be a good culture, you know. The people in those um, roles higher up, a normal blokes you can have a conversation to. Yeah, it was a really good start, man. So I was fucking pretty pumped about it, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's good. It was a good feel, you know, going yeah. in with that positive fucking mindset. I'm sure if there were shit people, that mindset would have changed, but I think it definitely helped. Just going right, just fucking see how it goes, you know. Just normal. No blokes. negative thoughts. Just fucking go in and just. Be approachable and shit. And yeah, it was fucking good, man. How, and, um, how yeah. good are we at it? I think now you can sort of pick them in the first week, eh? Who's the one to go? Oi. 100%. Well, I shouldn't just say us. Most people are pretty good at going, right, eh? We'll stay clear of him. Don't think I'm going to keep extending the conversation with this bloke. Yeah, you, you get or pretty good. Or watch what I say. Or... You get pretty good at reading people, I reckon, eh? Yeah. Seeing if people are interested in a conversation, what sort of bloke they are. Which is the hardest thing about starting a new job, I reckon, is is sussing the people out. Like, workmates is such an important fucking thing, man, honestly. You could be shoveling shit, and if you're working with the best cunts on earth, that job's sweet. Yeah. It's sweet because the fucking morale's there. Morale is such an important thing that these fucking big companies just don't think of, and that's the most important thing. And there's you no know? high turnover rate. That's a good sign there's good blokes yeah, in that workspace. Yeah, hundred percent. So, but no, it's it's good, man. They actually they run the Kia Carnival. 
out to work and back. Oh, stop I've just it. this is the first round. Uh, yeah, I seen it on Saturday. Pull up. Yeah, fucking she's flash, bro. She's buttons open. Shit, I'm fucking don't know what I'm doing. Sorry, <laughs> the pacifier. Can you open this fucking thing? But no, it's it's good, bro. It has a bit of shit in it as well. Has a bit, bit of, of, of game. Bit of fucking game, mate. We'll yeah. never get used with has you. the uh, You're a grandpa driver. Mate, has the oh, got all my points, can't. But uh, has the tow ball on it so I can drop the boat in, mate. Can't wait to thread the needle oh. down at Agnes in me fucking oh. in me minibus. <laughs> Look out, cunts! I'm coming in. <laughs> as long as you keep the windows up. Alpha bloke. Oh, that'll be down, mate. I have an alpha bloke sticker on the side of the cunt. Oh. Look out, you cool cunts! I'm coming in hot. Do you? Is it a pet hate for you? It is for me. Even watching people with their windows down through town. Do you know what I? It always looks just Darrow to me. Oh, unless like, they're having a you dart. you got an aircon. Air oh, you're yeah, having, having a, dart. a dart. But if they're not having a dart, I agree. Do you know what I don't get? Well, and it's definitely when there's four people in the car and yeah. every window's down and it just sticks out like dog's balls. Do you know what really I don't get? Like if I'm pumping, don't get me wrong, I pump tunes with the best of them. But if I'm around this crowded area and I'm stopped, I'll turn oh. it down. Those cunts who have windows down and it's just doof, 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 and they're just looking at you and you're just going... This cunt is a pelican. Or R&B going through the mall car park, just cranking. And you're going, where is that coming from? <laughs> Quinn, what's your fucking music go to, bro? You used you- to sort of, just on that topic, used to see people when I worked at the mall mm. um, just spend all day in the car park blasting tunes with windows open. Yeah. They just live there. Well, the old lapping. <laughs> Probably part of the lapping scene. I bet they weren't there Thursday morning. They're up here in Gadoon Street, Centrelink. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Fucking. <laughs> oh, but um, fuel prices. The what? The one thing that I fucking did notice out there though is, you know, um, there was the dirt Nazi mate in the in the mess. So I walked in there after work, and I had a little bit of, you know, I've obviously oh, been at didn't work. Didn't know what you're saying then. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The dirt Nazi. So anyway, that's what I call her anyway. But anyway, went in there, and we're at a coal mine. At a fucking workers' camp, after you finish work, obviously if you've got magnetite and dirt and shit all over you, and you're gonna dirty the seat, you go and have a shower or whatever. But if you've just got a little bit of dirt here and there, it's like, oh, go and have a feed, save your walking two trips, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I went and sat in there, and I'm eating. And anyway, I see a side eye me, this old bird. She just comes over. She goes, "Oh, just so you know, you know, you can't come in here dirty." And I sort of just looked down. I just went, "Yeah, right, eh? Too easy." She goes, I'll just say, you know. I'm like, oh, thanks for that. No, no worries. I felt like saying, hey, if you want to fucking, like, produce overcooked roast, you shouldn't have a dress code. Yeah, that's you know, right. You cook restaurant quality food, you can have a dress code like a restaurant until then, fuck off. You is know? it still is still no singlets? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't normally wear them to the mess just because of that reason some other places have been, but, yeah. I think that's why I'm a t-shirt runner because that last time I was years ago I worked in Warren Bar, mm. and I went in with a singlet, and then I had, I didn't have any other shirt. Had a big blow up with them. Had to go back and put my dirty work shirt back on. That was more acceptable. You're kidding. And wear that back in with me shorts. Yeah, it's um like like I said, I understand in that situation when. Someone's gonna. Do, I reckon if you're gonna dirty the seat behind you, and the next person oh, comes in and gets yeah. their shirt dirty just or hygiene, whatever, yeah. that's right. But if you're just coming in after work and you've been operating a dozer all day in the aircon, yeah, come on, bruh. But yeah, so anyway, that was my only little thing. But other than that, man, it was fucking all good. And they run a bus. 
which leaves the servo near my place. So, man, I'm going to be able to get that much shit done instead of in that four hours, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I was pretty pumped about that. Bit of napping. Fucking nice. Bit of napping, bit of emailing, catching up on shit. I actually might be able to respond to a few of you. <laughs> so, apologies to not getting back to a lot of messages, man, but sort of just get fucking pumped in that inbox thing. But, um, mate, going off the back of the jobs chat, I've got a fucking ripper story to tell you. So... Let's hear it. From Cody. So he said, so I was at the local the other night and, you you know, standard pub chat with the old fella at the end of the bar. How are you? And all that. And he goes, what do you do for a living? I go, oh, farming, mate, cropping. So I asked him, what do you do for a living? And he said, I'm a reflector cleaner. I went, what the fuck? He goes, you know the reflectors on the side of the road? I thought, is this bloke talking shit or what? But you got to let them have their yarn. And I was like, yeah, right, righto, mate. And he goes, have you ever seen a dirty one? And I'm like, he's he's taking the piss, eh? What? Is yeah. there a reflector cleaner? Oh, I don't know. You reckon that's a job? Fuck no. No, you can't be. Maybe a reflector or a replacer. Yeah, but reflector cleaner. No. So he's <laughs> he's got this young gun fucking on the piss, but it's just fucking funny, man. It made me think, like, wonder what some jobs are that you wouldn't think a job or believe that are jobs. Always something you can Google, Quinn. If you Google fucking, you know, weird jobs or something you you wouldn't think's a job, you know, podcasting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's probably one. What did you say the other day, Quinn? Something about a kino. Oh yeah, we were um waiting for a cab outside the tab once, and um two blokes were already waiting for one. We we're about to call one, and we we're like, oh, where are you from? Where are you going? And they ended up being close, so we were sharing one. Yeah, and. We're, just started talking to him like, oh, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I've got a certificate three in sharpening Kino pencils. <laughs> <laughs> and then you think, do you, have you ever seen a blind Kino pencil? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking funny, eh? But yeah, there, there's heaps of um, um, there's heaps of ones like best job. So this comes off. I noticed old Knuckles. Shout out to the big man, CTC. Go get a hat. Um, best jobs to tell people on the piss. He had a video up on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And it suited this whole thing. So I fucking went and had a look through his comments. So if you want to go check the video out, it's on his TikTok. But I stole some fucking ripper comments out of there for this sort of thing. This one, uh, Brent Munro90 said, told some birds in country towns and backpackers I sharpened barbed wire fences for a living. Also had contracts with the rail and the prisons. <laughs> How fucking good's that? That's good. Uh, I don't even know. This is like just a normal user one on there. Um, Used to tell him I was a mechanic at the local hospital putting wheels back on miscarriages and menstrual cycles. Holy fucking hell. Would have went down like a lead balloon. That can't. (laughs) Jakey reckons I'm a spud farmer but got the curly fries contract, so I had to grow them different. (laughs) (laughs) That's a ripper. That's a fucking ripper, isn't it? (laughs) Oh. Um, Flanbags said professional rabbit shearer for a Cobra. Travelled all around the world shearing rabbits. <laughs> but isn't that a thing? No, surely not. Like well, Cobras made out of rabbits, aren't they? Yeah, but surely they don't shear them. Oh, not shear them, but well, they, they skin them. They skin them, but skin I mean, them. he's but talking like... Jo- that would be a job. I know what he's getting at, <laughs> he's but yeah. like, imagine getting a heap of rabbits in the yard and just shearing them like sheep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, they do take the fur, but that's fucking good. And one other one, Mickey. I watched a fella say he was an underwater wood welder. (laughs) (laughs) I think we said it before, but 
we on a footy trip convinced a heap of birds that we were banana benders from Bowen. And we, yeah, we were saying they grow straight up there and every kind of freak out at a straight banana, so we had to bend them. Yeah. Mm. That was a good that was good fun. That was like the airport one we've touched on earlier episodes about being the shoe. Yeah. Getting rid of all the ruse on the on the runway. On the runway. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why it's um see that's a great game. There you go. For people on on bus trips and piss ups, if you go on there, team up with a mate and you gotta convince people of your occupation and something like that. Like pick a few of those. Professional shab- uh, rabbit shearers for a Kerber or barbed wire fence sharpeners or fucking seagull trainer. That's right. It's just funny as fuck, you know. Like those sort of things are unreal. So, tell us your best one. Yep. Yeah. How'd you go, Quinn? Did you find any jobs that are fucking you wouldn't think of jobs? I've got an elevator operator, so it just stands <laughs> there while you're just waiting to go. Actually, there there's some of those kinds like Ellie Max, like on work sites I've seen before. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Fucking big number. Big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, lifeguard at the at the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! There would be a, you'd feel fucking hopeless, wouldn't you? Oh, oh. classic. And That's a, good. We've got water slide tester as well. That's a classic as well. Water slide tester. I wonder is that actually a job? Yeah, I'm like trying to look into it, but apparently there's like salaries for it and everything. So water slide tester that could be your career. Fucking stop it! Wouldn't mind that as a side hustle. Come I wouldn't on. want to do it in Bali. Nah, the per- they'd fucking, sorry, sorry, we put the pool a bit too short. Oh, yeah, there's some dodgy ones over there. Yeah, new tester, please. <laughs> Lifespan of a fucking water slide tester. Water slide tester. That's a beauty. Yeah, nice. Um, righto. Mate, there's a fucking, not going to say the first one, but there's a couple of the, a couple of weird names getting around, bro, that I've seen around the traps. One that I won't mention, but there was um, under under sixteen. This fella broke the under 16's Australian sprinting record, and his name's Gout Gout. <laughs> what a fucking very unfortunate name, sir. Gout Gout. You don't see too good a runners now with gout, but it's not even the gout thing. It's the double up. Like, were they that yeah. fucking short of names? I had to just go, oh fuck it, I can't think of it. That's like if one of my kids that's coming, I'll just name him Dale Dale. Yeah, yeah. I don't get that. It must, unless it's a cultural thing. Like, I don't want to give shit on something if, if that's a cultural thing, you know what I mean? That might be what it is, but I just don't get it. Like, like yeah. It's like when um, old mate thinks he's that cool that he has to um, name himself Cameron Larry, Cameron Larry. Yeah, the junior son, thing. The junior thing. Yeah, I, that's a... Uh, Do you think there's anyone in the world good enough to they, they should name Yeah, cunts like well? McGregor. People that have built a legacy on their own. I mean, yeah. I reckon you have to. But I feel sorry I still wouldn't kid. do it. I feel sorry for the kid. Like then you got to live through your dad's shadow. Yeah, I, I, I'm not about it at all. I, I don't really get it, man. I really don't. I, I like um, for people that I respect having their name part of my like kid's name and stuff like oh, that. Oh, definitely middle names. Yeah, 100%. stuff like that. Yeah, I'm all about that. Yeah, like, um, like for example, man, I haven't shared this before, but and I wasn't really going to, but my son. One of the twins, his middle name's going to be Jed. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, you know? I'm not allowed to call it filth. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I want to, I want to call him. Um, you know, I want Jed to live on through me son. You know, yeah, that's pretty that cool. Sort of thing. So, I think it's great, man, getting the opportunity to do that. You know, and I'll be able to tell him one day about Jed and fucking what it means to have that name and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah, man. Oh, it's fucking, it's pretty cool. But yeah, there's some fucking wild names out there anyway. Hopefully, Gout, Gout doesn't get Gout. That'd be a fucking hard thing to explain. One <laughs> of we should have looked up the old tribal thing for Gout, Gout. Gout, Gout. Can you Google Gout, Gout, Queen, and see if it has it was a meaning? It was actually G-O-U-T. G-O-U-T, G-O-U-T. Heck. Baby. Yeah, might, might have a meaning, so. Maybe his dad and his grandfather died, died of Gout. Maybe. <laughs> Double up, get get, get man, get. oi, get proper fucks people up though, eh? Yeah, I have you ever experienced it? Or anyone? I reckon I have, but have you? I don't know. Because like, lads it, reckon keep, they, they can't get. even have the sheet touch their big toe. It gets Everything that bad. Hurts. Yeah, I don't think I've had that. Then. Yeah, it's like a build up of like acid or something in your system. But um, indigestion's bad enough. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like indigestion in your toe. I hope I got the right one. Looks like he's from Ipswich. Yep. Um. <laughs> Ippy. Ippy boy. <laughs> yeah, get, get from Ippy. On your gout. Um, just going off what, he's always been in like track and field pretty much throughout his whole high school career. Yep. And it's just been absolutely like racing past people. Yeah. Also broke the 20-year-old IGS record set, so Ipswich Grammar School, set yep. by a junior in the under 1300 metre. This was in 2020. Fuck yeah. So he's just been breaking records as he's gone on. I reckon that's All actually good. the best name for a runner. Just, just yeah. breaking the stigma of gout. Yeah, that's prime. <laughs> On your gout, gout. Fucking shout out, mate. Shout out to gout. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking oath. Oh, mate. When I was out at work this round, I was rolling up an extension lead, and you know it comes second nature. You know you get the old sort of you know meter at least, roll it around. And then that last little bit, I like to fucking wrap around the middle and then plug it into itself. So you just got a nice rolled up extension lead, ready to go for the next cunt. Yep. But a lot of people don't do it. You know, a lot of people can't fucking roll one up. No. And it made me think, that's one of those things that dad should teach you, yep. I reckon. Now, I know there's a few things out there this day and age, like this is proper old school shit, like your dad and your mum and your dad has a cock and your mum doesn't. But, you know, I'm talking about just a general fucking thing like that. Dad, I reckon, should teach you how to roll up an extension lead. Oh, definitely. What are, what are some other things you reckon dad should teach you? That should just be a run of the mill. Dad showed me how to do it. Oh, probably just the odd knot tie. Fucking oath. I reckon truckies knots a pretty good one. Tying down a load. Drive a car. Kick a ball. Catch a ball. Like Just the hand-eye shit. Get out in the yard and kick and carry on. Obviously, mum can do all this too, but I'm just talking as, you know. Throw a combo. Throw a combo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bit awesome. Wow, you should be like wrestling. Yeah, yeah, like that's right. Takedown, the takedowns or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Having a bit of a wrestle and stuff like that. I reckon changing a tyre is a massive one. Yeah, definitely. You should teach, like I personally, when my kids get to that age, man, where they're starting to get their L's and definitely P's, I reckon I'm going to make them literally change a tyre in front of me by themselves on the car they're driving before I let them do it. And don't fuck around at surveys when you first get your peas. That's right. There's another one. There you go. Did you guys know about um, this guy? He actually has a YouTube channel that's gotten very popular and he teaches like all that sort of stuff for kids that don't have dads. Oh, actually. What's his name? What's Ren- Render Dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rob Kenny <coughs> yep. is his name. And what's his page called? I'm just going to find that out as well. But um, so it's like how to tie a tie, change a tire. All that sort of stuff. How actually. fucking good's that? Yeah. For people who don't have a dad. Like, as in, that is pretty cool. Channel is called Dad, How Do I? Yep. What do you reckon you should learn from your mum? That's. Yeah. I, I reckon cooking, I learned from my mum personally. 
right. a certain um, to a certain point. Now we probably judge each other. Yeah. Um, I reckon how to sew a button back on because not many people know how to do that. Yeah. There you go. Fucking I like. don't want to put them into those categories. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, so just, I'm just picturing some people just going, why does mum have to do, no, no, no. do that? But, yeah, it's... um. I, I know me old girl can outfish me, Dad. Yeah, well, and my are. missus can outfish me. I just think personality types, like as, as in going, moving forward where we're going, the way the world's going, I think it's important to watch how your mum does things as well. Like they operate a lot different to some blokes do, and there's a lot of things that women do that blokes don't do that we can improve on. Like the mental health side of things, talking up, being... Handle some, stress better. That's exactly right. Opening up in the right scenario. So, yeah, I think it's... Uh, but that's all about, like, just being a good parent, though, mum or dad, isn't it? Yeah. Like, setting a good example for your kids and doing that sort of shit, but... Yeah. No, I, just, I was just thinking about it when I was rolling up that extension lead, and I was like, I was like, fucking hell, this should be taught to you, like, when you're going through that teenage years. Right, hey, get over here, son. Or daughter, watch this. I um, when I learnt that, because you sparked a bit of a memory. Mm. I was young, but it wasn't the old boy. It was um, like the family friend that you sort of call an uncle. Oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah. his his son, he's like, oh, roll that up, and then said to me, roll the other one up. And obviously, he made a shit of a job of it. Yeah, yeah. And he's going, oh. Watch, <laughs> watch, 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 old mate, and then how he does it. Oh my fucking, my arms are too fucking small to do the big loop. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that was my first fucking. First rodeo. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, there you go. Everyone remembers their first extension lead roll, mate. <laughs> hey, did you go, Quinn? Have you rolled any up? I remember my dad teaching me because um, I think I put it away just like half-assedly or whatever. Yep. He's like, "You got to fix this, brother. Can't <laughs> you can't leave it like that." Yeah, so, yeah. Haven't done it since. Yeah, good stuff. Well, we might fucking get you rolling one up, mate. Mm. An airline that's been in the sun, but that's anyone's game. Yeah. You can't, te- you can't teach anyone that. You're going to look like a spastic every time. Yeah, 100%. That is dramas. Mate, uh, going into a bit of UFC, fucking hell. That card, mate. Oh. Yeah, I'm dirty that I was at work. I'm absolutely filthy about that. But um, Yeah, I was also working. I actually got really... A shit excuse that I haven't even really followed up on it. I just know the outcome. Yeah, I tried to. Do you know how hard it is, man, to fucking look up fight highlights from the UFC after it finishes? I fucking hate it. Yeah. Is there anything stopping you from, say, when we're doing just talking shit for a living and we're watching all the UFC events because that's what we'll be fucking McDoing in here. Is there anything stopping us from filming what we pay for and just putting it on our fucking page saying, oh, how good was this knockout or whatever? Yes. Is there? Yeah. There'd be a lot of licensing. Well, can those useless cunts start just putting up highlights after the fight finishes? Because you know how long it took me to just watch what happened? I think it's like any paywall thing, you got to keep it under wraps until um, there's that urgency to maybe buy it again and watch it later on that night yeah. if you don't have time. Yeah, right That's on. just the way of the game. Because, like, it just shit shit. Because, like, obviously I was at work and stuff, but, man... It took me fucking hours to watch the Pereira because I'm like, yeah. holy fuck, Izzy got finished in the fifth, like just watching the live highlights yep. and watching like the live reads and shit and look like Izzy had the fight and then bang, knocked out in the fifth. And I'm like, holy fuck, what happened? <laughs> Trying to watch it. Took me ages, but there you go. I was literally talking about that the other episode going, I hope he gets the win. win yeah. And then here we go. Fucking Whitaker beats Costa. And then I'm hoping, mate, that Whitaker fights Pereira for the title, bro. Here in Oz. 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or it might be back where he lives yeah. in Brazil. Yeah. But um, who knows, man? But how's that for Izzy, man? That's got to fuck with your head. This bloke has literally beaten you twice before, come to a different sport hunting you down, and broken your streak where you're about to level Anderson Silva. Yeah. <laughs> he would be living rent-free <laughs> in his head, bud. But full respect to Izzy, man. He handled that loss like an absolute champion, eh? Yeah, he like did. He, he was really good about it. And I reckon that's that's what you fucking – that class after you lose and shit. Just humble. Like, yeah, man. It was awesome. So it's – um. but I, like I was saying, man, I just like it because it's a shake-up. Like it's exciting now. We're like, yeah. fuck, what's going to happen now? Like there's a new narrative to everything. And what about um, Chandler? Yeah, man. Uh, old Dustin, he's just a fucking good fighter, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he's just well-rounded. But Chandler, man – He fought hard. Chandler – is forever going to be in an exciting fight. Yeah. I love him. I, do, you know what, do you know what I want to watch? I want to watch McGregor and that cunt. That would be good. That would be prime. I, like, I He'd have 0% fat, Chandler. He's ripped he's as, isn't he? fucking, yeah, yeah, absolute fucking cheese grater. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, you could go rock climbing on that cunt. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's a fucking weapon, bro. But, um, Did you see that video he put up? He's like had his kids in the room or whatever, and he's got the ice pack face mask on, Did he? and he's like a cast up and uh, up on his um foot, and he's like talking about um the fight game and how how he makes a living for the kids type thing, and hopefully you don't go down this path, kids. <laughs> but if you do, it's pays pays so we can live pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But it was good. Yeah, I see. Even Dustin said after the fight, he's like, "Man, I was scared." I was actually scared to fight you, like full respect for your thing. But he goes, without fucking, what did he say? Without fear, um, I don't know, it was a cool quote and I don't want to fuck it up. But, yeah, it was pretty cool to see the, you know, sportsmanship after the fight, like that sort of thing, man. Would have been a good uh, good card to see. But Volk is officially locked in to fight Islam too. Yep. At UFC Perth that we are going to. So I'm fucking very pumped. excited. Very excited for that. Uh, what do we got here? Oh, we got a one ripper nickname to get into. Uh, David Hogg, a comment on an Insta post I read. Now, this was just like a, a someone sent me this, and this was like a post, and someone wrote this. So, yeah, David Hogg, shout out to you. He goes, I work with this bloke called Anthony, and he's only five foot. They call him Shetland Tony. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, oh, that's good. a fucking ripper. I thought that was uh, I thought that was fucking really good. Do you see that thing everyone's sharing at the moment? That Chinese bloke chain smoking, running. Oh, marathon. running a marathon! Fucking, what's going on there, bro? Is that legit? You reckon? I don't know. Those Chinese can punch back some fucking darts. Quinn, can you fucking Google that, bro? Um, yeah. Wonder if he actually ran it. Like, how many darts he sorted? Yeah, yeah. It might have been just coming up the trail. And he's probably is he doing the Cliffy Young shuffle? Like, is that just the fucking little? Little walking thing, but either way, bro, if you walk a marathon punching darts, that's sick. I can't even suck a vape in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a good effort, man. If you're if you're doing that. Holy, he did well. Did he? Um yeah. known as Uncle Chen. He's become renowned for <laughs> chain smoking while competing, and he has attracted attention after doing it again in the marathon in China last week. Chen finished the race in a very respectable time of three hours twenty-eight minutes. 574th out of 1,500. You're kidding. All whilst chain smoking. I want to break down on darts. Yeah, I want to see darts per K. Does it say how many... Nah, they wouldn't break that. You can just chain smoke it. Nah, that's good. You'd assume it'd be like a 
pack over three hours. What a fucking weapon. Imagine we rolling and doing it. <laughs> oh, that's fucking great, isn't it? <clears throat> that's so good. Imagine having a st- you'd have to chain smoke them, I guess, because you're not going to stop and relight. Nah. You just light, just light t- it off the back of the tail- glass, can't Taylor eat fucking... Is he, do you reckon he's doing that, like, to get publicity and shit? Surely he's not doing that because he's like, nah, I need a diet, it helps me. You know, know, surely way, he's the, doing it as a carry-on. The way like he looks, he just runs his own race. Runs his own race champion. Yeah, that's what I reckon. You reckon? He, I reckon he just... And now he's just got captured for it. He's just like, like who's really doing news on China marathons? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but... <laughs> Like, who's over there? Brought it well, to you this live. This cunt's putting it on the map. I know, yeah. See, they should be thanking him. So they should... Oh, they finally got finally something to speak about. I wonder if they sent him in there and thought, we need to get fucking marathons on the map. Let's get this old cunt punching darts, running. Yep. Well, Mate, do you reckon they did? Because look at it. Everyone's talking about this bloke punching darts, running marathons. <laughs> we, might, we might do an event. What was his name again? Sprint. Uncle Uncle Chen. Uncle Chen. Uh, Shout yeah. out to Uncle. Yeah. On you, bruh. That's fucking funny as. He is also an ultra marathoner. He's run distances from 50K to 12 hours. Jesus. Heck. That's a good on him. There's no previous record in place, so he must have pl- made one, I guess. <laughs> good on him. Fuck yeah. Right, mate, before we get into a couple of clips that I've got saved here, what are you grateful for at the moment or this week? Anything? Ah, oh, probably just my wife putting up with me. Yeah. Ah, oh, fucking oath. I can hundred percent agree with that. Parenting's a hard thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, it is, mate. Yeah. Support from her. Yep. Fucking oath, mate. I reckon just like I've said it before, but I'm so grateful for the people who are behind us at the moment and supporting us. Like just from that merch drop, but not only that, the downloads and shit like that. People listening. Yeah. Thank you to every single person who just presses play on one of our episodes. You yeah. Know? Like, you're literally making our fucking dream a reality watching it happen. And it's fucking, yeah, can't thank anyone, everyone enough for, for the support. And we're going to keep fucking doing the best we can to, you know, give you the laughs and the shit talk that you like. So, yeah, it's very much appreciated. That is a good one. Thanks, guys. Fucking oath. Righto, now you've heard a lot of uh, Jordan Peterson. We've played him a lot. Um, and this one was off Mindgrade on Instagram. A hell of a lot more to you than you think. Like, way more. Enough to cope with the trouble of the world inside you. There is enough to cope with the trouble of the world. Mm-hmm. If you had enough courage, you could let that out. Enough courage and faith, you could let that out. And everything would be better because of it. I think that was fucking awesome because I reckon a lot of people <clears throat> just don't want to risk whatever they've got there, like they might be in a cushy job or whatever and just go, oh, it's a permanent job. I, I really think I'd be good at this, but fuck it, I, I don't want to risk it. Yeah, you don't know? live for that hourly rate if it's going to shut down your your dream. What you want to do. What you want to do. That's right. Like we said fucking many times, I know there's people who are in situations and you're locked in because you've got bills to pay and stuff. We're not just saying quit your job and just float around like a butterfly, but actively do things in your time off to fucking work towards something you want to do. Yeah, I was always trying to, like, figure it out. And I reckon it is true what they say, like, um, follow your passion. Just keep following your passion. Mm. And that's that's that was the little secret for me, I think. You've got to do what you actually want to do. That's right. 
Hey, look, if we can follow the passion of talking shit and make it a job, you can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck me. Like, just, uh, just give shit a go and make sure you enjoy what you're passionate about. That way it isn't a job right from the start, you know? Yeah. You know, like, as things get more serious, things turn into jobs and there's serious parts of it. But the underlying factor of your passion, you've got to like it. You've got to enjoy it, eh? That's right. You're not going to be a rocket scientist and and we're in math with me at nah. school. We're well, not going to be a rocket. Don't be a rocket scientist if you hate rockets. Yeah, that's what I reckon. Like you got to enjoy it, bro. The next step might be in your passion for that is fireworks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call those people? Fireworks. Yeah. Fireworkers. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking meth heads. <laughs> no, there was there is a proper name. Remember there was that fucking mad cunt in our apprenticeship. I'm not going to say his actual yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, but he used to have got some good ones. We used to go to this bloke's place during our apprenticeship, man, and he had a single bed and you'd walk in and he'd go, how much you got? And you'd go, oh, a couple of hundred bucks. He'd flip this mattress up and there was just an array of fucking fireworks, <laughs> this mad cunt. And he go, yep, that's 50, that's 100. What'd you say, 200? Yep, that's 25, that's 75. There you go, boys, have fun. And he goes, careful of this cunt. I'd nearly blew me mate off his jet ski. <laughs> Those water ones oh, were loose. Don't think they were $40 a pop. And when we Remember were that? In, we, yeah. in a rock pool. Yeah, and blew that. Like when it's like, oh, there's that crab down there. And we're like, let's test these waterproof cunts out. And we're like, oh, remember he said he nearly blew his mate off his jet ski. We better be careful. So we lit it and just sort of threw it five metres away and it just went fucking bang. I felt Ned- like the opening episode of Mick Dundee was <laughs> dynamite fishing in New York. Proper. It near blew the water all out of the rock pool and there was no crab. And remember your ears. Yeah. So they were loose. Ringing. Yeah, shout out to that bloke. That was fucking. Boys were actually sending me some videos the other day. They're going, oh, I remember we last lighting these up at home on the property. I said, that is that loud. We used to do that like all the time. I don't know how we didn't have the cops called on us. Yeah. Do you remember that time over there where um, we had one of those multi shot ones? And it was yeah, like a 24 20, 20 shot. shot or the and the shot. wick burnt all the way down and there was none left of it. And I was like, oh, fuck this. So some fucking idiot put it in the fire. And we and everyone's standing around it in a circle, about two meters away. I'm like, "You's a fucking idiot!" So I started, like, <laughs> I started bailing, and I was like, forty meters away, going, "Look at these dickheads standing around it." It went off and shot in the gap that I left, and fucking sealed me up the beach. Yeah, you got about five shots coming your way. Yeah, blank. every cunt's oh. laughing, and I'm the only one who left the circle when it chose to fucking shoot at me. Yeah, it leant over, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, yeah, fell over and just <laughs> fucking chasing me, but. Fireworks are good fun. That's just dumb bloke shit, eh? That we oh, love doing. Yeah. Like women would watch a bunch of blokes standing around a fireworks thing going, Oh fucking how good's that? And just go, look at these guys. Easily entertained. <laughs> we are, mate. That's right. Put us on a beach in the middle of nowhere with a carton and a heap of fireworks, and we are the happiest cunts <laughs> on planet Earth. <laughs> It's beautiful. Uh, they're called pyrotechnicians. Pyrotechnicians, that's the one. There you go. See how good. Fucking pyrotechnician. Shout out to you mad cunts. <laughs> we might start sounding so, um, a little bit smarter. Yeah, yeah, doubt, exactly. Doubt it. Oh, doubt, yeah, exactly. But, uh, hey, there's one more good quote here I heard on Mindset Brothers, and this, this resonated with me a fair bit. You got to have a plan. Everybody's got a dream. Everybody's got a goal. What's the plan? 
And your plan has got to have something I call the C5 complex. Your plan has got to be clear, concise, compelling, consistent, and committed. You've got to have a plan. And when you're trying to do something that you're truly passionate about, there is no plan B. I want to take you okay. Plan B sucks. No, I right. Like, there's... I just reckon, touched on that a bit. Mm, I reckon there's certain people <clears throat> that are more of a planner than, than aren't. Like, as in, I'm a big planner. I like having all my shit set out. But even if you aren't a planner, I think you still need to have a fucking plan or a thing of what you're doing or a goal to get to and things you got to have done, get into a routine sort of thing, eh? Yeah, I don't like the five years' time thing where you're going to be, and we've asked that to people before as well, mm. but... Just, so I think it's just interesting to see where they want to be. Want to be, that's right. At yeah. whatever period. Mm. I, I just think like building something, you need to have stepping stones or things that you get to on a weekly basis or a routine to really make things happen. Like if you're just floating around in the breeze and not paying attention to the, to the little things, it's hard to build a fucking successful thing, I think. Yeah. You know, I don't know. That one just resonated with me probably because I'm just a fucking proper planner. Like with all my shit. Yeah. You know, but, um, yeah. But anyway, people work in fucking different ways, don't they? Like some people aren't planners at all and they just fucking float and they probably have made shit work. But yeah. I think as a general rule of thumb, you at least need to have some sort of structure in what you're doing. Oh, and everything. Um, yeah, mm. consistency. That's the biggest thing, isn't it? Consistency. In, in whatever you do. Yeah, 100%. Now this one, this yarn was sent in from Benji that I wanted to share. Bit of a long one, but... He said, hey, boys, got a bit of a comeback story for you. So let's start about 2017, 2018. Met this bird, which was meant to be just a fling sort of deal. Anyway, it turned into more. Me old folks didn't approve and shit went south real quick. Me old boy made me choose her or the family. So here's me thinking with the wrong head. I chose old love, of course. Family disowned me. I'm now living with this bird I thought was all good. Well, a couple of months in and I was without a job living off church food donations and copping a black eye from this Sheila every other day. Things went from bad to worse. I only ate about once a week and got floggings on the daily. This went on for about 18 months. After numerous attempts at ending it all but failing, I finally got another job as a concrete polisher. With the job came an income, but more importantly, a bunch of really good cunts that took me under their wing a bit. After six months in this job, I finally got the courage to leave the bitch but not without two broken ribs. I spent the next three months living out of a car and showing at a truck stop, or showering at a truck stop. But fuck me, it was better than getting flogged every day. My boss eventually realised my position and offered to pay a month's accommodation for me at a local caravan park so I could get on my feet. During this time, I met another Sheila. We were going all right until I got into some heavy drugs, the kind that keeps your drinks cold. Anyway, the ult- that ultimately killed that relationship, but throughout all of that, I stayed... Passionate about my work, which is concrete polishing, and my mate stuck by me. It wasn't until I rekindled my relationship with my dad that the comeback really happened. He saw how much I love my work and that I have a natural skill for it. He offered to set me up my own equipment to do jobs for myself. I started working for myself as of the 1st of the 1st, 2022, and I've been drug-free since as well. And now I have an amazing relationship with my family and have met an amazing woman. Life has never been better. Any blokes out there doing it tough or in a similar situation, my advice is to keep strong and keep going. Every day you get to wake up and try to make something better. Cheers, boys. Keep up the potty. Fucking love it. Big bad Benji from Tropical NQ. How good's that? I love a redemption story. Yeah, me too, man. 
I, I think it's a good one there to show like you might be passionate about a fucking a, a girl or a boy depending on what you are or if you're gay or straight or whatever. But you got to remember your family, man. Like if they don't get along, you can't just ditch. You can't just ditch your family because at the end of the day, like you saw there, if something happens and you tell them to fuck off and burn your bridges, no one's got your back. Yeah. And as long as, like, obviously there's troubling times come with fucking bringing two families together or different people and stuff, but, yeah, it's a fucking... Oh, you just got to go figure it out for yourself, make mistakes, learn from it where you want to be. No, Exactly. No, I thought that was a um, that was good, mate. Good on you for fucking getting back on the feet. And like he said, it's a good good thing to say. Like, tried to end it a few times, and he was probably in a really bad spot. Like he said, a couple of times where he thought this isn't going to get any better, and a bit later on down the track, here he is doing his own thing and really loving it. So it probably shows blokes out there if you are in that position where you think everything's fucking down and there's no way out. There fucking is, boys, and there's ways to fucking get around it. So, yeah. Uh, cheers for that fucking that story anyway, bro. Right, oh, should we get to these fucking carry-ons, boys? Yep. We've got a few. I only got probably four or five at the end here to fucking wrap her up. But yeah, we'll get into them, eh? Oh, Herodicam, it's a Mandy Rabron calling. <laughs> you remember me, big boy, from the Oriental Massage Parra in the West Gradstone. You not see me for a long time. <laughs> Uh, I hope it's not because I used a deep heat on a on a on a, on a happy ending for you. I know you wee wee just much too hurt for a little bit after, but I, I, I don't mean it. Pray come back and see me. I do special play for you. Sounds My good. friends tell me that now you had the happy broke podcast. <laughs> uh, they give me the phone number so I call you to see if you want another booking. <laughs> but you know what? And then I see on the TikTok, I get on the TikTok, you know, like your cock TikTok. And I see you got the rife. I never know you have the rife. But I see she take all the hair from your butt crack. <laughs> like right at the crack, you know. And I know I should have been the one to do this for you. We, we could have had the something special game, but you don't come see me no more. And I remember it being very hairy when I did a leech lamb, you know, like <laughs> the first time I call you the daddy. But, you know, come see me no more, kid. Anyway, you got to go. Love you long time. <laughs> Fuck, you put some effort into that. Randy Rumbrong. True, so you haven't been to see her for a while, mate. <laughs> Randy Rumbrong. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to West Gazan. I think I've been to... I think I've had a massage in South Gazan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, that's funny. That was a good effort, though. Oh, hit me up, mate. I want a discount next yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, for the rich round. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, moving on. Beautiful. For a start, you can't stand to get a voicemail message. That shit is weird. Second, <laughs> got a nickname for you. I got this kind of way we call him the Fleshlight. Because he's just a fake cunt. Everything fucking bullshit. <laughs> Carry on. He must still work. There's a few of those cunts. That's beauty. Yeah. The flashlight. <laughs> the fake cunt. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. That was good. Very good. Moving on. Hey, Tommy, Cam, catching up on the potty there, mate, and going on about uh, stuff that people have got away with. Um, I don't know if you remember, the Gladstone lad a few years back fucking working for manpower out in Boyd Smelter and fucking... 
got laid off, but he still put his timesheets in and got away with it for three fucking months. Didn't have to pay a cent back either. Fucking legend. All right, boys. <laughs> Take care. Holy fuck. Is that why manpower's not really a thing anymore? I think it was a labour hire mob. How good's that, though, getting one for the boys? Oh. Like, getting away. Just you hear the stories of people getting away with shit, eh? They're obviously you? not checking any gate times. Fuck me, that's that's wild. He would have gotten some shit or what? I wonder if they didn't find well, out. Well, he was probably at another job. We've probably just shit all over him. <laughs> How's that? Nah, I think manpower's no longer. Mm. He's probably folded him, like you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. One more here. Tommy Cab. Just purchased the new T-shirt. Looking forward to repping the new threads. On your brother. Got two quick jokes for you. What's the smallest hotel in the world? A woman's pussy. Your bags have to stay outside. And the other one is, who invented the pussy? Council. They only can't silly enough to put a sewer next to a playground. Stay out of yourselves. <laughs> oh, wow. I love these ones that I just never heard. Yeah. That's yeah, two that's I've right. never heard. Yeah. No, that, it is. it is good hearing one that you fucking haven't heard in a while. Have you heard any good jokes lately? Yeah, just then. Yeah, but I mean like no. ones to share. No, no. Have you heard any? Yeah, yeah. One of the boys fucking sent one in and I've, I think I've fucking, I think I've got it nailed. Yeah, so anyway, it goes a bit like this. Oh, mate, walks in, he wants to get a budgie, right? So he goes into um, goes into the pet shop, said, mate, I want to buy a budgie. And old mate behind the counter goes, oh, mate, I'm fucking pretty much out of budgies. And he goes, pretty much? What do you mean? He goes, oh, well, there's one blue budgie at the back, but he fucking swears heaps and he's really aggressive. And he goes, oh, right, I'll take him. I'll sort the cunt out. And he goes, right, oh, you can have him. So anyway, he brings this blue budgie home. And anyway, budgie's sitting on the top rail and he just keeps going, fuck, I can fight. Fuck, I can fight. That's all he does, flat out. After about a few days, this guy's, oh, mate, goes, right, I'm going to have to teach this cunt. So he went and bought a cockatoo, put it in with the blue budgie, went to bed. Comes out the next day. The cockatoo is dead stiff on the ground and the blue budgie's bouncing around. Fuck, I can fight. Fuck, I can fight. <laughs> so anyway, he goes, right, fuck you. I'm going to sort you out. Got on the black market and bought an eagle. Now, this is a big cage, so it fit. Yeah, put yeah. the eagle in, put a cover over it and everything and just went, see you, budgie. Went to bed. Come out the next day, ripped the cover off. Here's the eagle dead on the ground and the budgie had no feathers left on it. And he's gone. And he goes, fuck, I can fight. Fuck, I can fight. But I had to take my shirt off to beat that cunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's a river. <laughs> well. Yeah, so who, <laughs> one of the, I think one of the boys emailed that in. Sorry, man, I fucking didn't write, um, didn't write your thing down, but. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good, <laughs> that's, that's, a pretty good one. That is good. The old blue budgie. But, uh, yeah, unless you got anything else, bro, that pretty much fucking wraps up today. Ah, happy Friday. Yeah, fucking oath, guys. And uh, if you're listening on Friday, have a fucking awesome weekend. I hope you had a good week. And like we said, the old pre-sale, two to three, re- uh, three, weeks, three weeks from when you fucking bought them, your, your shirt should rock up. And, um, yeah, really appreciate your support. So, yeah. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Stay out of next time. Yeah, fucking hey. Oh. 
Call them what you want. Knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.